And we're back on the Media Virus Podcast after some technical difficulties and a brief break. <laughs> when I left you all, we were about to visit uh, this wonderful video. We're going to try it again. Hopefully I can... I can be uh, heard and seen as we do this. And here we go. Oh, she's sleeping. I'm a getter. I'm a sneak up real slow. I'm a good sneaker. That's my favorite. I put my paws down real easy. You don't even hear the grass rustle. I don't crack no twigs. Go nice and easy. One at a time. She don't even hear me. Oh, this is going to be good. Ain't nothing coming up that way. Oh, here we go. Now the easy part, I'm going to get on. I'm going to get on the road. The road's nice and quiet. Don't got to worry about no grass rustling on the road. What, what are you doing starting up the motor? You going to wake her up? You goddamn son of a bitch. I've been looking after the kids all day. Now you want to sex? Get out of here. I don't think I need to translate that bit. That's just angry. So embarrass me in front of all these people. Guys, fun fact. Yeah, he's uh asshole. He's all pissed off. He's uh, like, oh man, the fuck. I might yeah, still speak of asshole. I if you notice, she is very obviously in heat. Not for nothing, but uh She was sleeping. Fun she's, fact. she's exhausted. Look at her. Let me get my fun fact. I've been saying fun fact for 10 fucking minutes. You want to hear the fucking fun fact? The fun fact is we're the fun fact is we're broadcasting on fucking Connie's personal fucking page. That's the fucking fun fact. Ha! Fun fact, guys. Trying to be real fucking subtle about it. Oh. Hey. I don't know. All right. Uh, so I'm going to end this. <laughs> uh, and then we'll be back on the media. <laughs> so if you've been watching us, mom, you can join us over on the uh, media virus podcast. I'm less worried page. about my mother than my boss. <sighs> Principal right. Smith, if you're watching, uh, Connie was held here against her will tonight. <laughs> just yeah, the I just stop the live stream. All right. Hang on. The great part is, is that she has nobody watching it either. No, we had two. Um, your boss and your mom. Uh, hang on. I'm going to, um, hang on. That is awesome to realize that my rant about women fucking their men. All right. Making it so only me can watch this. <laughs> That is fantastic. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what Connie's up to. 
Ladies, <laughs> fuck your man twice as much. Oh, oh my goodness. Dude, I, I pull out this phone and I'm trying to like, just trying, just trying to see what's going on. Why can't I get to the video? And I'm like, how come? And it's like, it's, it's, it's why it keeps sending us reminders. I'm like, why does it keep sending me a reminder? Because we're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, you want to start on time? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <coughs> no, this is great. Don't be sorry. <laughs> okay. We got to start. I can just imagine most of Connie's friends list going, what the fuck? What's the actual fuck? And she probably wouldn't believe it. They wouldn't believe it until they saw Connie's fucking face the whole time. Whole time. There's Con's face. It's the fucking greatest. Yeah, no, we did actually have a couple people watching. What? This is why she couldn't go have drinks with me on Wednesday night. (laughs) Oh my God. She's about to do this in our improv class, that bitch. She skipped right, dinner for this. All right, here we go. Oh, every bit of that stays. <laughs> the B block <laughs> is to awesome. the right place now because we're also fucking an hour late. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, according like it, it, to people who like. All right. Yeah, we're we're okay. We are now live. I hope on the media virus. Okay, to sorry, folks. In. Yep, yeah. And sorry, we we're late. We were in the wrong spot. We've been here. Yeah, for the sometimes, past. sometimes you put it in the wrong spot. And, the uh, TMV, <laughs> the TMVP spot is not the easiest to find. It's it's just to the left of the G spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we've been we've been broadcasting about an hour uh, on the doc's personal page. Mind you, we call her the doctor. To, <laughs> To obscure her identity. Some kind of anonymity because she's a respected professional. (laughs) I was a respected professional. She teaches young people. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of them. This is what she she does for fun on Wednesdays. Does she get paid to do this? Nope. (laughs) This isn't even because she's low paid and needs the money. This is solely for yeah. her enjoyment. So, this is, all right, which one of and she's going to get nowhere to... near the uh, the attention that fucking Jeopardy has gotten. Over <laughs> that guy was a uh, uh, Michael Richards. Yes, it's unfortunate. Yeah. It's an unfortunate name to begin with, Mike Richards, especially after the Kramer and his wonderful mm-hmm. stand routine. Uh, but then he went on podcasts and said stuff, and. Uh, that happens now. He's sometimes. no longer the executive producer of Jeopardy because he you went know, on podcasts and said and I stuff. I actually had the conscious thought um, not long ago that there was something that I said. I thought, you know, somebody could take that out of context and I could get in real trouble. Like it was, and it was within context. It made sense. Sure. And I won't repeat it. But yeah, it was no, I, well, like I had the thought. Without their context, just say it. Uh, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> uh. Oh my god, shit, guys. Um, 
on my personal page, we got 22 views. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's <laughs> fucking great. Your mom hasn't called your cell phone yet either, has she? Uh, no. No. Yeah. So. Wow. I hope she heard me give the number. It's 1646-VIRUS-01. Mom, if you're still watching, 1646-VIRUS-01. We will put you directly on air, and you can, you can uh, tell Connie what you think of the podcast. Miss Regan, uh, can I have a conversation with you in my office, please? <laughs> so which one of you is going to let me couch surf when I lose my job and get kicked out of my house? I got a bunch of bedrooms. Right, we'll figure cool. it out. All right. We'll figure it out. Dickie but, loves uh, a good couch nap. Uh, I'll settle with Dickie. Uh, my like bed that. has Did a giant U shape in the middle. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> my bed has a giant U shape in the middle. He sleeps face down. Okay. Uh, <laughs> couldn't figure that one I out. Don't, yeah, I'm, I'm having a tough time with that one, too. But uh, let's move it on. Now that we're, uh, there's an indent in the bed, right? It used to be straight, but there's an indent because that's how I hits it. So it's, uh, it's been I see. I see. I, I understand now. He, that's the springs. Yeah. Right, the springs where he does most of the work have been worn down into I, a I where I do that giving it a U shape. I see. Well, from what I've heard about your axis, Big Daddy, it should be more of an O shape, you know? Wow. Damn. So Zoom uh Wait, has... why would it be O shape? All right, let's let's move on. Because they're rounder. <laughs> So Zoom's future oh. depends on convincing customers that they need it for more than just video chatting. And, you know, as as evidenced by the Media Virus podcast, we need it to to produce our show. Um, Zoom has been a Wall Street darling throughout the pandemic, but that all seemingly changed Monday as the company reported Q2 2021 earnings. Second the, quarter. The company refers to this period as fiscal Q2 2022. While Zoom beat analysts' expectations on revenue and earnings, its growth has slowed significantly since the start of the pandemic. On top of that, the company missed earnings expectations for the current quarter. Zoom stock fell by more than 10% in the hours after trading and was down 16% by Tuesday morning. Zoom served as a lifeline for average people trying to stay sane and connected to friends and family while cooped up in their homes. It proved essential for everything from weddings to birthdays to keeping businesses and their employees in touch for more than a year. That was never educators. That was never going to be the case forever, and Monday's earnings are a first are the first concrete signs of that change. But Zoom isn't going down without a fight. It knew this was coming and has already started laying out plans for its post-pandemic life. Those plans include app integrations to better compete with Microsoft's Teams platform, Zoom-powered events, and its recent purchase of Five9's Intelligent Cloud Contact Center. So, uh, yeah, I, we, we might be getting some, some fun new options in uh, Zoom, I guess, if they're integrating apps. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what companies have to do to stay current, right? You react to the market. We would hope. I mean, I honestly, like, we, we couldn't, the, without Zoom, we couldn't do this show. Not the way we do well, it. Well, there's we, probably another app out there that we could do it on. Well, clearly, right. my, but, I mean, my, Microsoft Teams is, would probably work. Microsoft Teams would probably work. And there's, 
There's ones out there that are specifically for podcasts that I've, mm-hmm. I've Riverside Riverside FM was one of them. Yeah, there's a couple of them. Um, now, there's also stuff we can take advantage of. Like if you guys, we can do this thing called Restream. There's a, there's a service where instead of going live to Facebook, you go live to Restream, and then Restream goes live to Facebook, YouTube. You know, all of them, wherever you and, want, and to not to not to your personal page, right? We we yeah, we could you want to yeah we, we can make we those would make sure once. it doesn't go to your personal personal page. That it's way, if that you're way. drunk when you're setting it up or something like that, it, you won't have an issue. <laughs> that seems like a useful feature, right? I mean, how bad how bad of a situation do you really think this is? Your phone you hasn't oh. rang yet. Your phone's not yeah. ringing. We're, we're probably yeah. okay. I mean, it's. I I said it so I didn't delete it because I I let me see if I can figure out a way to get it to the media virus page. Yeah. Um, but I did make it private at this point, so anyway. Anybody who saw it saw it, but there's no proof to it. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I think we had two people. Um, my best friend actually liked the post. Okay. So I mean, and the other, you know. She's like, look, the duck grew some balls. Oh, no, she knows. She knows. I I only, my grandmother used to say, tell me who your friends are and I'll show you what you are. And there is not a bitch without balls in the group. They're just, I can't. That is a scary, scary thought. We are a scary, scary thought. You should see us all together. You wouldn't want to. Are they all white girls? Are they all thick white girls? Mm, At this point, probably. Mm. (laughs) Hey, remember that time? uh, Remember that time Doc brought a crisis counselor to uh, to the old podcast? You guys remember that? Yes, Michelle. She was cute. Yeah, you guys remember that? You guys remember that? Yeah. No, I feel vindicated that we've broadcast to her private page. (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's, that's how I'm feeling about. Because when I, I do, I all my jokes and everything. I'm watching her. She's not doing it, and then she, she tells me what she does. And I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> Jesus, not my. Was it audience. Michelle or Melissa? Not. I think it was Melissa. Melissa. I think her name was. Yeah. Melissa. Not my audience. Yeah. Sorry about not, that. Not a fan of me anymore. Like, and I'm like, oh Christ. She's not a fan like, of you now. <laughs> 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 no, she did not like you at all. That was you were terrible. <laughs> if you ever, if you're ever accused of a crime, she's going to testify against you. You're lucky she didn't find you in the dark after the show. <laughs> <laughs> I God, took all of her geez. sharp objects out of her purse when we were leaving. That was smart. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. So, uh, so uh, here's a little video. It's kind of fun because it's it's sort of the way our podcast started and. Um, you can understand why we had the mishap we just had if if you take a look at it because um, you'll see that we fit into into this narrative. I believe I sent this to the group chat and said, "You're all about to feel personally attacked." Yes, that's um, exactly. We we fit into this narrative quite well, so I've got to share the screen. Hey, do you think homeless people ever have sex with each other? Probably, but I don't want to think about it. I know for a fact they do. I spend most of my day breaking up in-progress homeless sex. I bet it stank. Oh, it stink, all right. (laughs) 
So, we talking group stuff or just one-on-one? -on -one? Oh, anything goes. Whatever you can fit under a tarp. There's a major hot spot behind the dumpster at the Cheesecake Factory. Hey, what's up with the menus at the Cheesecake Factory? Why they gotta be so big? Yeah, and why does their menu have ads? I go there for dinner, not to shop for appliances. Hey, you know what, guys? This right here, this rambling, boring conversation containing already made-before observations, this could be a podcast. Huh, it's actually not a bad idea. Really? A podcast? Don't you have to be some sort of whiz kid to do those? Uh, definitely not. Anyone with a computer can make one. Well, that's it. We're anyone. Let's do a podcast from right here on <laughs> the boat. Anyone? Who's in? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. All right, you guys, podcast time. We got the equipment and the perfect business plan. Give our show away for free and tell no one how to find it. Ready? Hey there, the net. Welcome to the first episode of Thanks for the Clamories. I'm here with Glenn Quagmire. Hi. Cleveland Brown. And. Hello. And <laughs> Joe Swanson. Yelza. All right, Quagmire, what do you got for us? Let's make a clamory. Okay, this is yes or no. You, you ready, Peter? Yes or no? French toast. Yes. French fries. Yes. French kissing. I, I don't know. These questions are weird. Okay, okay, someone else. Cleveland, yes or no? Velcro shoes. Hmm, Velcro shoes. Wee, that's a tough one. I remember the first time I saw me a pair of crows. They were on the feet of Spunky Tessic. Man, they was dandies. Every time we played touch football, Spunky would step in a pile of dog poo. You can wash a shoe, but you can't really wash a lace. That's why Spunky made the change. That's the thing about Velcro shoes. Quiet going on, noisy coming off. That rip! Spunky's mama thought he was an intruder. Shot him right in the face. Had an open casket at the funeral, but only open on the middle part. To this day, every time I see a pile of dog do, I take a step in it just for Spunky. So to answer the question, I'm going to have to say both yes and no. <sighs> all right, that's all the time we got. I'd like to thank our sponsor, the U.S. Postal Service. When you want something expensive thrown on your porch and stolen, you want the U.S. Postal Service. What the hell was that? I know, Cleveland, you ruined the whole podcast. Yeah, if I wanted to hear a black guy ramble like a lunatic, I'd watch Family Feud. You know, this is exciting. <laughs> Our second podcast. All right, but listen up, Cleveland. No more of your long stories, all right? Yeah, people aren't used to boring podcasts. Oh, I'm sorry. I suppose they ought to call me Jelly, because sometimes I get on a roll. That, that, n none of that. Welcome once again to Thanks for the Clamories. Okay, common question that everybody thinks about. How many fourth graders do you think you could take at once? What? I mean, obviously, if you had to fight against a million fourth graders, <laughs> you'd lose. So, like, what's, what's the real number? Like, what's the legitimate number of fourth graders that you could successfully take on? Let's say 100. That sounds reasonable. Oh, no way. 100 and you're dead. Why are we fighting now? Because they're idiots. Did they say something about my mother? What? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll say yes. Oh, then a baker's dozen. What kind of weapons? Only what's available in the schoolyard. You could really mess up some kids with a chain from a swing. Just da 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 da. I tell you what I'd do. I'd back into a bathroom stall and just start kicking. Dead. 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 Keep coming. Dead. Give them a narrow entry point. Make them come in single file. Dead. Dead. Anyway, I, I guess I'm trying to say 800 fourth graders. <laughs> All right, round the room, guys. Big Daddy, how many fourth graders can you take in a fight? We still got Big Daddy? Sad. Oh. Mike, how many fourth graders can take in a fight? I'm thinking at least a, ba at least a baker's dozen. All right. How would you take them? Uh, I like Joe's idea with the chain from the swings. 
change from the swings? I think you could you could take them one on one. You could like avoid avoid most of them, while while you know beating the one, going up and down the seesaw, like maybe like slamming their head into it, slamming their head into the concrete. Like have fun with each one. You could, you know, and I could probably do eight or nine. Doc, how many fourth graders can you take in a fight? Oh, I think actually not more than three. All at once, though. Well, even even like one at a time, because what you don't know about fourth graders is they're like they're sneaky, you know. So they are wiry and small. You might, and they're little, and they get it. They're like ferrets, you know. They can get into small places. Those little so, hands hurt. Yeah, you might, and those nails are incredibly sharp. You might think you're being smart, knocking yourself into the bathroom stall and letting them, but they're gonna like crawl under that shit. One might come up from the toilet. You don't know. So, I, I, yeah, my money would not be on more than four. So, Big Daddy, how many fourth graders do you think you could take? Oh, I gave my best Cleveland Brown. Yeah, that was, well, I was a very good Cleveland He's Brown. Back. Terribly racist. Terribly racist thing to do. Cultural appropriation. Negative. The Big Daddy, how many fourth graders do you think you could take? No, you can't hear me? Big Daddy, I'm talking to you. Can you hear me? Now, here's the thing, though. Is it, is it, is it an even mix where, you know, met, uh, girls and boys? Because I feel like one hard punch to a girl right in the face. Like, right Yeah, here. if you can land it, but what I'm telling you is like... No, yeah, like, yeah, but you got, you got to grab them. You got to grab, grab... Punch, grab the girls. This this will this will take them down. Grab because they're not used to it unless they're unless they're Irish. Grab, punch, grab, punch, and but the boys, I think you gotta like kind of outwit. Like you're not you know because the boys are rough and tumble. Or at least the, when I was growing up, they were. You know, I don't know how they are. Maybe they're, you know, soft. They soft today, Maddie. They very soft. Very. I literally had this conversation yesterday where I was saying that the, that the new Negro, like the young black kids now, the new Negro. Not is the same. Soft, soft not the same. It's just not. I went to shake this dude's hand and. Like, you ever shake someone's hand and you know in that second, I could beat the dog shit out of you if I wanted to. Let me give you like the Now, here, now, wait, hang on. Because I used to work, he used to live next door to me. We used to call him Big Dumb Jeff. And we called him Big Dumb Jeff because his name was Jeff. And he was big. And he was dumb. So you guys were very creative. Right. We also had a friend named One Arm Joe. But big, but big dumb, big dumb Jeff. We all worked for big dumb Jeff. Big dumb Jeff was a painter, and big, big dumb, dumb Jeff, Jeff is not that dumb if he's got all of y'all working for him. Right. But 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 he was. We had this conversation one time where he was like, "Man, he used to he used to smoke this stuff called boat, which was he would take a joint and you would dip it in uh, horse tranquilizer and, okay. uh, and smoke it." And then you could, you know, pretty much do whatever you wanted. Was, like, if you wanted to put your face through a plate glass window, like, you could. Like, it didn't you, hurt. You can do that anyway. I mean, it, yeah, but it hurts. 
yeah. What was I talking about? Big dumb Jeff. Who the fuck ever knows? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. Who are we talking about leading into Big Dumb Jeff? I was driving, and then you like grabbed the wheel, and I don't know where <laughs> we're going. <laughs> we're like halfway through that spin where the you see the telephone pole coming at you. <laughs> Why did I start talking? Because I had an intent. You know, some people say, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> Here it's like, Maddie jerked the wheel. Ah! Once All Big right, Daddy's. Why don't we move on to our next story. Oh, no. Okay. Big Dumb Jeff shook, shook hands like a wet fish. Like he was handing you a fish and you grabbed the fish. That's how he shook hands. And I, <laughs> but his brother used to grab your hand and squeeze it as fucking hard as he could. But his brother was adopted. He was making up for him. For right, he was brother. making up for him. But Big Dumb Jeff would kick the like there was a. I fought did Big Dumb Jeff more than I've ever fought another human being. Most of the time, I have one fight with somebody and they never want to fight me again, and I never want to fight them again. Me and him, it was just he just continued to want to kick my ass. Because he always had his brother, and if I ever got the upper hand, his brother would join in and fucking pull me off him without restraining big dumb Jeff. Um, but yeah, he was uh, he was a, he was a, a strong man with a really shitty, really shitty handshake. That was the point, Maddie. That was that was such a really special. Hey, you know what? If big dumb Jeff is watching, fuck you, big dumb Jeff. You know who you are. I feel like I'm dumber for listening to that story. This has been a, a really special time for us together. Uh, okay, so, Mike, what's our next story? Uh, let's see. I have another one that you sent us. Uh, apparently, lobster claws test questions land a crowding school principal in hot water. Uh, apparently, uh, when you actually reach the children uh, with, with some... Uh, with some content in your teaching that that actually grabs a hold of them and teaches them things, their parents get all pissed off and <laughs> and pull them out of the very expensive school that you teach at. Um, so uh, this teacher, uh, Mr. Johnson, who was also the by uh, coincidence the principal, uh, was teaching some middle school kids uh, language arts, uh, I guess English, and uh, on the vocabulary quizzes he would put together sentences, and he's used the same same group of sentences for a number of years uh, that were absurdities, that, you know, kind of off-the-wall wild stuff, where he would include the kids' names and the vocabulary words as a as a means of, of getting the kids' attention. And kids love that stuff. Yeah, absolutely, they you know. They really do. Yeah. Put their name in something like, and uh, apparently, uh, it, 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 this isn't the first time that there's been a complaint, uh, but in the past, you know, everybody's, they've talked about it a little bit, and everybody's saying, oh, okay, you know, you, you drew my kid in, everything's cool. Uh, but apparently, uh, this time, he uh, he put a kid's, uh, kid's name in the story of Crazy Lobster Boy, uh, a student who grabs two pairs of pruning shears and declares himself a lobster, while running around terrorizing his classmates, uh, while teaching them words like simulating and alleviate. Uh, the students adored the vocabulary questions. Multiple parents told Berkeley's side, which is, I guess, the name of the school. It's the school. Um, 
Even the executive director's own child had participated without incident. Um, But the parent who filed the complaint with the school felt that his son was being mocked for his speech impediment in a sentence describing his tendency to babble like an idiot and drool on his classmates. Uh, Johnson insisted the boy's name was picked at random for the sentence and said he didn't know that the child even had a speech impediment. The parent was also furious that his Jewish son was made the protagonist of the Lobster Boy story, uh, arguing lobsters aren't kosher. Arguing that the joke that the boy that a joke that the boy probably had a crab or crayfish somewhere in his back ancestry was evidence that Johnson was uh, of Johnson's thinly veiled anti-Semitism. Of course, because the the sentence connected the boy's violent behavior with crustacean DNA. You know what we should do? We should make a problem. Like, the world doesn't have enough fucking problems. Let's make a fucking problem. And let's make it uh, that, you know, this this teacher wants to teach kids shit. And uh, let's uh, let's make it so he thinks twice every time he wants to teach kids something. So, so here's what the parent wrote. Humiliating a young boy on the verge of puberty by calling him a crustacean and referring to his lobster claws at a time already complicated with fears and ambivalence about body image and sexuality, is utterly shocking from any adult, let alone the head of school and English teacher. Uh, As it turns out, the parent told Crowden, I guess Crowden's the name of the school, Berkeley side must Uh, have been someone. Crowden is the headmaster, I think. Uh, Okay. Uh, He was pulling his son out of the school and threatened to sue, demanding two years of free tuition, free homeschool, and French tutors, compensation for his son's emotional distress, assistance with getting his son admitted to another private school, and a change of his grade from a B-plus to How an A-minus in Johnson's class. How fucking thicker skin? I, I Jesus would like... fucking Christ. On behalf of, the, on behalf of all members of the uh, education industry, I, I have a message for this father who is withdrawing his son from this school... Uh, as a result of this. I would like, if I may, to present the response in song. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably reasonable because uh, I one thing I, I kind of glanced over and didn't point out, this school is a $30,000 a year, very small school for children who are internationally renowned musicians. Uh-huh. Children who travel the world playing instruments because they are virtuoso. Oh, so everybody just go get fucked. Who cares? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what I just heard. Yeah, they have a waiting list that probably stretches for miles. Yeah, I mean, the kids who go to this school go there to further their, their musical education as well as their um, uh, intellectual pursuits. And the kids who who are there are world renowned. They're they're recognized the world over for what they can do with their instruments. And this, you know, their spelling test is apparently a problem. So, Big Daddy, did you go to that school? Uh, I went to an entirely different school for an entirely different talent. One that for, cannot be for being world for being world renowned with your instrument. I was world-renowned for my uh, 
meat flute. <laughs> so it's moving right along. Is it though? Is it? You play uh, the skin flute, do you? Skin flute. That's what it was. <laughs> so. And candle. That's not. <laughs> It's not an more instrument. Like an oboe. It's more of an oboe than a flute. I got a tromboner. <laughs> tromboner. Tromboner. Really. Uh, wow. Well, that Very brings us to the humor there. It brings us to the end of our news stories, um, which ends up our B block and takes us on to the C block. When we go to the C block, we're going to come back with a story uh, that uh, near and dear to Maddie's heart. It's all the animals that Maddie should be fighting with and whether or not he thinks he can win. I mean, I think this leads this leads from uh, how many fourth graders can you take in a fight? So we're gonna talk about that and uh, how many what animals and uh, you know what we can we're gonna go over our numbers on, on the other side of this break. Okay, and if you notice, Matt's grunting a little bit, so he's probably taking a poop right now. As soon as he's done, we'll be back. If you want to give him a call and cheer him on, you call it 1-646-VIRUS-01. That's 1-646-VIRUS-01. Scream, go Matt. Go Matt, go Matt. Send help. Where'd you go? <laughs> 